Welcome back to the Final Word Podcast, a Pathfinder adventure. During our last two episodes, I discussed some of the variant rules that we are using in our campaign. Today, I'm going to go over a couple of house rules that we are using as well. The two house rules I will discuss both deal with the use of magic. It is very common to find house rules involving magic use in many campaigns. The first of these rules deals with zeroth level spells. These can be called cantrips, horizons, or knacks, depending on the type of magic a character has access to. A character has access to a number of these spells depending on their specific class. For example, a wizard starts with every zeroth level spell in their spellbook, whereas an oracle like Zornia starts only knowing a certain amount. I've decided to give all spellcasters that can cast zeroth level spells access to all of these spells, as a wizard would, from the start. However, for characters that would normally have a limit of known spells, like the oracle, they are only able to cast that number of different spells per day. This will reset every day. The second rule that I have implemented involves what spells a prepared spellcaster can cast each day. Normally, a prepared spellcaster, with the exception of the arcanist, must choose a specific list of spells to use each day. Once one of these characters uses one of the spells on that list, they cannot cast it again that day unless they specifically chose to prepare that spell multiple times. The Arcanist, however, prepares a list of spells each day and then has a certain number of spell slots that they can cast from. If they choose to cast a spell twice, an Arcanist can as long as they have available spell slots left. I have basically made every prepared spellcaster an Arcanist in this aspect. These changes were made in order to give more flexibility to a magic-using character. Along the way in our campaign, we may introduce extra house rules, and we will discuss those when they arise. Now, without further ado, on to Episode 4, A Pile of Monkeys. Welcome back to the Final Word Podcast. If you remember right, last week we finished off uh, a nasty choker and stuffed him in a barrel. And uh, our favorite Epirist pushed him down a hill. And that's where we find him now. The classic claw roll maneuver. Hey, it worked. Choker roll. So what are you guys thinking of doing? So... It doesn't appear we have any immediate use for this cask full of choker. I suggest we just leave the bugger here for a minute while we explore these little gardens and things nearby, see if we can scrounge up any other evidence of the people. Quiet, you! Tap back on the barrel. Quiet. Um, I agree. I think we should finish looking around here uh, before we head to meet the rest of the crew on the boat. So does anybody, before we leave this guy here in the hot sun, abandoned in a cask, does anybody have any ethical objections to abandoning this violent, drunk, choker creature? With whom we could not communicate, and for all we know, cannot speak. Epirus is just going to close her eyes for a moment, and kind of meditate on what you just said. Kind of thinking about her deity and what her deity would do. And she opens her eyes. No, I'm good. Sounds good to me. Lequoia, do you object to just leaving the poor bugger here for a minute? I mean, maybe we could put him in some shade. 
at least. A wonderful compromise. Let's let's roll the cask <laughs> choker into the shade so he doesn't immediately ferment. The only shade that you see around is the plum tree. So Perfect. You roll it under the plum tree um, and, and leave him there. Ideal. Now whoever left that message will find themselves a new message full of choker. <laughs> and a plum. Perfect. Uh, and now that we're back under the plum tree, let's explore these little gardens nearby, see um, if they've been worked recently. Yeah, the, the two adjacent garden patches there. Uh, right next to the plum tree is an overgrown garden. Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. Only eight. Zornia gets a twelve. Everest gets 19. Um, Willacoy gets 16. You do notice a few small animal skeletons and what appears to be a small humanoidish skeleton scattered among the vegetation in the garden. Mm. Are uh, they recognizable? Can we tell what? Specific creatures that came from? Uh, they're, they're small bones. It's not full skeletons, really. It's You see, like, the skull for, like, the small humanoid. It looks rather squat and might be a goblin or, or something like that. And maybe, like, bird wing, uh, like, partial bird wings and stuff like that. So. Um, Epirus is going to grab some of them and put them in her bag. Always good to have a few spare bones around. Never know when you can eat them. Can Zornia kind of try to look at the ones that are more humanoid and see if there's any weapon marks or anything like that on the bones? There is no weapon marks that you can see. But what you can do is to go ahead and roll for initiative. Really? All of us are just... All of you. All of y'all. 18. 13. That's a 5. Does my deja vu-like temporal clarity make a difference between a 6 and an 8? And I'll say 8. So, out of the garden, you see this. Ooh, spiny plant monster. Kind of like a spiny plant scorpion monster. Mm. And it goes and tries to attack the, the one that came in first. Who came in first? Oh, first in initiative rolls or first into the garden? We'll say yes. Ah, <laughs> that would be me? That's unfortunate, you silly little plant creature. I don't think that. That will definitely be a uh, fumble. Wow. Well, what an adorable little monster this is. I guess it's flat-footed. Unless, it, unless an 11 hits your flat-footed. Nope. Okay. How big is this thing? It is medium size, so it's about um, so actually it's about seven feet tall. That's but that's pretty just like big. This little plant yeah. appendage sticking yeah. tall. The body's medium sized creature. <clears throat> Don't pick at it. It takes one point of con damage. Huh. Oh. Okay. What a cute little scratchy plant monster. Can I just say, though, this cute little scratchy monster monster is still like three feet taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> and it is not done, Mr. Nimbliana. Thirteen. Uh, flat against flat-footed, that hits. 
Five. I am at zero. Wow. This is going to be a short campaign for you. <laughs> and uh, it has no interest in attacking you further, so it reaches at the next one, which just so happens to be little Corcoya. And how does a 10 on flat-footed? It misses you. But, since you did notice something moving in there, you get to, you get to move. You and uh, Broccoli. <coughs> Should I try to help him, or do... Don't you mind me, I can help myself. I'm just badly injured. I'll take care of myself when the time comes. Yeah, since this is a plant monster, I, I'm kind of wondering if there's anything I can... Uh, so, at first level, you can use green empathy to... Fourteen? So you try to soothe it by just being gentle, because... You can't speak the plant, but it doesn't seem to uh, to really calm down. It, it kind of just shimmies away from you, and it still looks rather hostile. Broccoli's going to try and smash it. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, if it's not going to respond to the easy way, got to do things the hard way. Uh, Thirteen. That would be a hit. Be a hit. Nice. Roll d6 for Broccoli's hit. Five, two that seven. Another sure. d20. Mm-hmm. Another smash. Ooh. And that's a fumble. He is rolling a lot of ones. So that's three, right? Well, that's a fumble. You need to roll to see if you uh, so now you confirm roll the d20. Oh, I see. Okay. <clears throat> I was that. Sixteen plus two, eight plus eighteen. It's just a miss. Okay. No fumble. So, Broccoli took a nice big old smash at it, and it kind of it staggered away a little bit. Still going. <coughs> Zorian. Seeing Willacoya's attempts at reasoning with the plant creature appear to fail, and that Baracoli also took a swing at it, Zornia feels totally comfortable stepping up to it in an, hopefully an advantageous manner, and then tries to swing at it. With her quarterstaff. You and Baracoli are really doing the flank maneuvers. I'm, that's what I'm trying. Like, Do I have enough movement to do that without any attacks of opportunity this round? Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're in a pretty tight pack, so you can go around. 13. Hits. One. <laughs> Just a little thunk on the head. Well, you, you hit one of its leaves and you kind of take it off, but I Alright, Epirus is going to take her greatsword and attempt to slash it. Are they going to step up to uh, one of the sides not occupied <laughs> by a tree and a, uh, and a little girl? Okay, that's a 24. <laughs> that is. That's a 13. Is it dead? Quite a slice. <laughs> you cut it in, in half. And the bottom part of it falls down, still quivering a little bit. It's bled. It's bleeding. Actually, it is bleeding. It definitely is bleeding. Uh, Blood is coming from, or what appears to be blood, 
is coming from where you slashed it. So I'm assuming the opportunity to interrogate is no longer uh, uh, there. He's interrogating the vicious plant scorpion. (laughs) (laughs) I think our best plant interrogator already took her shot at that. But this would explain all these bones. And it makes a little more sense why the field is full of bones. Not just the oh, Nimbliana guy. Can I? Oh. Now it is back to your turn. Take one bleed damage. Oh, really? I'm still bleeding? Well, the hit also causes. Okay, so, so. I, I didn't realize that. So I am, <laughs> now I'm unconscious because I bleed down an egg. So, you have a dead plant? You have a dying plant. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll. Zornia will walk over and pour the potion of cure light wounds. Yeah, you've already used your level one spells, haven't you? I still have some more, but I'm saving. Yeah. Um, give the potion that I, that Zornia had. Seven. Um, yeah, we have a one nature expert. Can I do a detect plants? Would that be the best uh, for well, this? No, or that, that's oh. defined plants. Oh, that's defined. Eight. <laughs> see that it's some sort of plant that you can't really place what did you want to attempt to then you know specialist uh, I don't have ranks in knowledge nature oh really Bard's, Bard knowledge lets me roll anyway <coughs> um, so I only have a six okay oh no I guess eight because I get add intelligence but yeah, yeah I don't know any more than her um, so where exactly did it come out from because we obviously didn't see it prior to going into the garden. It was in the garden. Like, it popped out of the ground? It oh, it was just in. blending in. Okay. Blending in with the overgrowth. It is it kinda, safe it to looks, assume... It kind of looks like the corn that's, ar- that's already there. Mm-hmm. Is it safe to assume that it lived there permanently? Didn't have much knowledge well, to tell. It's a, I mean, if you think about it, it's a hostile plant. If it lived there permanently, probably wouldn't have planted the garden. Okay, that's mm. fair. Yeah, that's, so it's moved in true. since people moved out. Okay. That makes sense. Would it be worth doing a perception check just to see if we can... If there's any others. Maybe if there's others, but also just to see, like, if there's anything around it that maybe it was protecting. Yeah, why don't we search this little garden a bit? I've got a 21. Uh, Ever says a 15. Is it perception? Yeah. yeah. Don't really 22. see anything that it might be protecting. Um, 15. But Juicy obviously attacked you and... These bones all over the place is probably what how it gains sustenance, and probably why it also bleeds for it being a hmm. plant. And no loot, I'm assuming. No, no loot. <laughs> this is a DIY loot. Well, I'm a little bit more hesitant about checking the nearby <clears throat> other gardens at this point, but should we go and scout the other garden patch that's nearby here? There's I a, think so. Maybe throw rocks inside it yeah, before we go in ourselves. Yeah, try up any monsters before we step in. Epirus is going to grab some corn um, and kind of have it at the ready to throw into the next garden. Go ahead and roll a perception check. 20. 7. 7! 12. Nibliana notices a, uh, a slight movement when you throw a rock in there that doesn't seem to be from the rock. Alright, I'm going to let Epirus know the approximate location. I'm going to say, why don't you take that new longbow you found and give a shot over to that little scruffy bit of bush that just moved. 
Um, and so where we're not in combat, I don't have to do like a. Let's go ahead and roll initiative. So, prior to doing that, can I swap yeah. my greatsword for my composite bow? Okay. We can't count this as like a sneak attack round or something on it before we try to roll initiative. Well, we did just something. throw something at it. Yeah, though. that's true. Twenty-one. You're good at those. Twelve. Wait, no. Add initiative. Oh, um, nine. <clears throat> Eight. Eleven. Starting out. My order didn't change much. <laughs> hey, um, so you knock your bow, but it's actually nimbly at his turn. Actually, we'll take a surprise round. We'll say that the rock didn't really do it. Go ahead and let me your arrow. Yay. You're the only one in the surprise room. Alright, so that's going to be a 15 to hit. So somehow your arrow finds its mark. Nice. And it's kind of in the base of this thing. You cut it flat rooted. And that's going to be 9 damage. Are you kidding me? It's Is a it dead? One it's good to have a high strength character in all our one. And composite. Yeah, so that was a good find okay. in little church. Um, <laughs> stealing the holy bow. Well, <laughs> I mean, he wasn't using it. I'm certain there will be no repercussions for desecrating <laughs> that poor priest and his altars. Hey, we put him to rest. It's we're not the ones that desecrated him. Well, we're a team. <laughs> it was already desecrated when we went in. Well, we desecrated it a little bit more. Good measure. Speak for yourselves. <laughs> Zorni did take the silver chalice I got thrown at Abris's face. But I repaired that statue, so really, balance yeah. us out. <laughs> gotta I think we ended with voice. neutral on that one. <laughs> okay, so you're Spills out and spills about 20 feet around it. So you're just. So you're, uh, I'm and, within its range. And everyone else is too, because we're all clustered together. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so go ahead and roll fortitude saves. See this new one. You totally can add It's my highest save. It's <laughs> a good one. 19. 17. 16. Not natural 20. You all are okay. Well, this is just a harmless, stinky pollen. It's beautiful. <laughs> what a friendly creature. <laughs> Blessed us. Um, go ahead. Zornia. Really? Someone came before me in initiative order there? Oh, actually, go ahead. And right, because we switched it up for a second to do that yeah. surprise round thing. I'll, I'll throw my net over it since it's close enough. Or is it concealed by its own pollen, or does that kind of dissipate away after the attack? It is, uh... Go ahead and throw it. You have a, a mischance. It does have concealment. Okay. Jeez, that's only a seven anyway, so... Once again... Those nets. My net does not fly true. <laughs> <laughs> How like, big is this net that we're well, throwing? <laughs> well, you threw the net in... <laughs> 
being in a garden. It kind of got caught on the rep, like the surrounding yeah. stuff. Well, actually, you weren't in the garden anymore. You threw it and it landed on all of the stuff. And then with the remainder, I'll just move myself out of the cloud of pollen by just a you know a few feet. I don't really want to get far okay. away from everybody, but just a few feet out of the cloud. Okay. Do we need to keep doing fortitude saves every round? No. I wasn't that's sure, good. but that yeah, was no, my that's assumption smart. That was, was that you're sitting in a cloud, you might have to inhale again. How far away is it? From you, about 15 feet. I'm just going to charge at it with my quarterstaff and take a swing. Okay. 12. That is. Wow. Go ahead and roll a mischance. Oh, that's right. I'm guessing it's not a very dexterous little plant. 93. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Five. Oh, yeah. So, this thing's just sprayed pollen on us and hasn't. What exactly happened when Zornia. Um, what did Zornia do to it exactly? Uh, I hit it with it, her quarter uh, set. And it is still standing? Still or? standing. Okay. Looks quite, uh, quite marred up, but it's still standing. Has an arrow sticking out of the base of it, and kind of a broken uh, offshoot. Mm-hmm. And since Sonya's in combat with it, it's much harder to hit it with a short bow. And how far away from it am I? Are all of us? Are we... uh, you're about 15 feet. We're about 15 feet from it? Yes. Or Broccoli will approach it and, sp- and try and smash it? Sure. He's kind of your attack. Right, I'm Willaquoi is really not very good at fighting, so I'll have Broccoli kind of try and smash it. <laughs> and Broccoli rolls his fifth. Oh my and gosh. I have to um, yeah, confirm the fumble. Confirm. Sixteen plus two is eighteen. That's just a miss. It's just a miss. Right, and second attempt slime. at smashing. That's a six. Mm-hmm. So plus two is eight. It misses as well. Epirus. Alright, um, I'm going to use my bow again and try and shoot it. Do I do the miss thing first? No, you roll, you roll to, to okay. hit. And then, yeah, the miss is like a confirm. Ooh. Since it's, a it's an eight. You miss anything. <laughs> where, I'm, where, there's two, where it's in melee, you also get a minus four. So oh. you need a beat for firing in the melee. So you're, it's a cumulative plus one oh. at the moment. <laughs> um, That's okay. <laughs> so now it's its turn, and it. Well, the first of all, the pollen dissipates. It steps up to to Epirus with its tentacle things. It Everything to, here has tentacles. To slam you <laughs> with it with its arms. Thirteen. Uh, no, that doesn't hit. 18. That does. That would be 5 damage. Alright. And resistance. That's good. Uh, I'll move just within 15 feet of the creature and give it a hacha with the whip. Yeah, I'm trying to do a normal attack. Yeah, I didn't figure I could dirty trick a plant very well. So that definitely did. Just for us. 3. That's two damage plus my skill. So that's five non lethal with the whip. It is moving about. Looks like it's about ready to fall over. In other words, it's staggered. <laughs> Azornia. 
You got a clear shot at it. I think you came okay, before. Um, I'll take a swing with my quarterstaff. That's a possible crit fail. <laughs> and it is. Did you get another one? We are rolling a lot of ones. <laughs> Maybe it's time to switch time. <laughs> Vibration. If you're using a bludgeoning weapon, you take 1d3 points of strength damage and drop your weapon. Oof. You do strength is damage. It's damage, not drain, so. I know. The difference between damage and drain is drain is permanent. permanent. Without spells. Right. And damage you cure naturally. So, yeah, like 1 a- and 2 is 1, 3 and 4 is 2, so 5 one. and 6. Okay. Alrighty. And I have dropped my quarterstaff. Yes. Yikes. That was unfortunate. You swung down to hit it and instead hit a rock on the ground. It vibrated back up through you and kind of tore some, or kind of hurt your muscles a bit. Well, oh yeah. And I'm still about 15 feet away, or? So you're still okay. about 15, I'm about 15 feet away from, feet from it. engaged in melee. I think that's what I'll do. Yes, they're dangerous little critters, I know, firsthand. That's an 8. That's a oh no, I'm sorry, it's a 9. 9 plus 2 is 11. Are, is Broccoli technically flanking? He might be flanking. Oh, he's with, flanking because you're still. You're, and because I, tec- I wasn't so not prone, I dropped. Team. I dropped the weapon, but I still have another weapon, so I'm weapon still threatened. technically still threatening. threatening. So thirteen. So, yeah, That'll so give 13. Brock a thirteen. So okay. go ahead and roll for damage. Oops, sorry. Damage. That's, that's, that would be awesome damage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's still pretty good damage. Yeah. It's eight, right? <laughs> Crushes that little sucker. <laughs> yeah. So Broccoli uh, just smashes it, breaks it, uh, its main stock. It's not fully separated, but it falls to the ground. And yeah. It's out. Broccoli can hit it again, too, right? <laughs> really seal yeah. the deal. Yeah. Broccoli's kind of angry at this guy. So Broccoli smash. You don't have to roll to attack. You just roll oh, for damage. damage. Five. Another five. So, yeah. Oh, it, it wow, is, he's not a pacifist. <laughs> it's not coming. One of us is. On its own anytime he's being trained. Soon. That'll teach that little bugger. <laughs> and, uh. Take another five damage. <laughs> Wait, what, are, what is it? Oh no. What's causing her to bleed? The Maybe damn. We'll she got hit by the tentacle. Oh. Should have done something to heal you. I didn't. Oh, wait, I took five. Yeah. Okay. Dun dun dun. Now you take ten and you're still standing. She's yeah, barely I have, up right now. I have twelve. I had twelve. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Okay, so. But you're gonna keep bleeding until you somehow heal. Right, but well, now, but we're, now we're not in combat, right? Every six seconds, so. But we're not in combat right now, so I can use my so potion. Ice. Okay. Oh, yeah, she's got I will just do that. Okay. Way to That'll stop your bleed automatically, even if you don't clear the, the vibe. But the awful thing about bleeding is you roll So if you roll high, like, you roll 1d6. I got 7. Oh, and so it's 5 to 1d8. Oh. That was quite a bleeding wound in her. Alright, that's not too bad. Is it roll once points. and then every time? Because yes. I feel like a lot of people roll every time. Yeah, it rolls uh, 
state that it is for um, once and you, that bleed is a problem. I guess that determines That's the rough. size of the gash it creates in you. That's true. <clears throat> that is a tough bleed to deal with at level one. Yeah. Why is a CR2? So high, it, other than Silas, you know, I mean, Silas is just, was just as high. Hmm. Just took out two of them. It's nice to get the sneak attack. Mind Long you died in one. You almost died in another. So. <laughs> but I feel like in Zelda, you get some sort of like bonus or some loot at the end. We're just getting like corn. We are <laughs> learning about how to kill plant creatures. Okay, that's true. Knowledge. Meh. <laughs> Not Everest's favorite. If you didn't take care of this now, imagine when the rest of the people come. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I didn't like, really bond with like them. maybe a farmer or an herbalist trying to plant something. Okay. And you have said that you were hired to protect us. Yeah, you guys. Speaking of, maybe we should leave I them a warning herbalist. on that cask. Well, he's tied up. He's not going to hurt anyone. Okay, so you guys have uh, deftly handled those nasty things. And we've still got one garden that we can see from where yes. we are, probably. The other one is obscured by all those houses. Yeah, you walk by one garden, uh, walking down Main Street, following those tracks. Um, but it was behind the houses, so you didn't really pay too much attention to it. Uh, do you want to explore that other ga- garden? Do you want to I think we should at least it? try to huck some rocks into it, see if we can find another nasty critter making any noises. As we're walking, at first, it's just going to say... Have I mentioned how much I hate plants? And then she's going to look at Broccoli. <laughs> and Broccoli's just going to shake his leaves at her. He did just kill that plant, after all, that attacked us. So. <laughs> ah, what a conundrum. Hating plants and yet being saved by them. Bruce is just going to look at Broccoli and do the kind of cutting throat motion. And then she's going to think about it and kind of look at it like, do you have? Willicoy is going to reach into her pocket and grab some seeds and just scatter them on the ground next to where she's at. She's growing more. <laughs> she's building an army. Go ahead and roll a, um, a perception for survival, whichever one of yours is higher. One like this perception. I think mine are tied. 11. Oh no, my survival, my survival is higher. Yeah, I wondered if as a ranger you might actually be better off with survival. 23 perception for the player. Mine is a 17 survival. Well, you notice with your perception... What did you think? Uh, eight. Right. With your perception check, you notice a few mounds that look kind of like mole mounds. Uh, and, and same thing with your survival. You kind of think that there, that there's a burrowing creature in there. Not sure exactly what it is. Okay, Epirus is going to switch her bow for her greatsword. Uh, could Knowledge Local tell us of what type of burrowing creature might live in this area, or are these things already so foreign and weird that Go that's not really you... relevant? Arcana? Alright. Burrowing uh, creatures? 13. For something that might be burrowing? I guess burrowing is kind of a weird going magical what it thing. Tells me. The way Pathfinder Where's deals with burrowing rules. 13. 19. Um, with yours, you, you figure that it's probably uh, something called an onkeg. It's a, um, a 
small, or it's a magical beast uh, that, that burrows quite insect-like. How did you pronounce that monster name again? Ankeg? Ankeg. A-N-K-H-E-G. I think I may have read about these creatures somewhere. They're Ankegs, and they're kind of insect-like, and they obviously burrow. Do they tend to have a good temperament? Let me think on it a moment more. <clears throat> they're very protective of their, uh, of their burrows. Do we know what they eat? Would she know this? She being sorry. Yeah. And along those lines, is it something where it obviously came to this garden? Because it probably didn't start here. <clears throat> um, would it be something where it would spread its territory, or it just claimed this garden as its own? And as long as no one bothers it here, it's fine. Is that something I would be able to know? No, not without knowing more about the island, more than likely. I suppose we Did should you know probably we... clear the bugger out just so it doesn't sneak up on anyone later. How fiercely does it defend its quote-unquote property? Do I know that? You know that, they, that they're very territorial. Why don't we try to scare the little fella out of his hole? I'm going to reach into my backpack and grab a carrot. I'm armed. <laughs> Nobody mess with me. Now, were we the, at the you garden? You know that they prefer. You know that they prefer flesh. I'm going to put the carrot away. I would definitely share that information. <laughs> they, they prefer to eat flesh, not vegetables. I believe we have a cask full of bait just waiting for this occasion. We also have the priest. The, let's I leave the priest in his grave. I believe we've already taken care of the poltergeist with his buried body. Maybe we should use the bound-up little monster. Uh, so I'm going to sneak back over to the uh, the barrel with the choker in it and, uh, and, and try and get the lid off and get the choker out. Uh, since, it's not, since it's just in the plum tree and this thing's only defensive in its little garden, I assume I can pull that choker out of the barrel without getting attacked. But can you just take a piece of it without taking it out? Uh, well, the guy's bound up. I'm just gonna throw the whole choker and, and, and oh. let this play out. <laughs> I imagined you, like, cutting off a tentacle and tossing that in or something. <laughs> yeah, but... I do. Um, Everest okay. is just gonna look at Nimbliana and nod with approval. Alright, so I, I try to pull the choker out of the barrel and throw him within a few feet of one of these holes to uh, let his struggling and things draw the creature out. Oh, I knew we should keep that guy around. Out of the ground, right in front of the choker, pops a small onkeg. So from what you know, this looks like a baby, or a larval form of onkeg. I definitely share this. And party. behind Nimbliana pops another one. Really? By the plum tree? Jeez. This is unfortunate. <laughs> Same size? Same size. So go ahead and roll for initiative. <laughs> Eight. Twenty-four? Twenty-one. Twenty-three. Oh, I lied. Sorry, twenty-two. Yeah, I have twenty-two. Where's the higher roll? It's a roll-off. I think we both have a plus three. I had twenty-four. For, in, for yeah. initiative, yeah. yeah. So gotta roll again. For you, too. 
I have 15 on the die. I got a 5. Will play. Uh, you? Yeah, me. And maybe monsters? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Black really took it out of you. Well, Black and carrying a choker. <laughs> the one that popped up behind... Well, the one that popped up in front of the choker attacks the choker. Perfect. And it hits the choker because it's helpless and does some damage. <laughs> I just love how we rolled him out of the sun <laughs> because we didn't want to be unethical and well, you this is what we did. Him for the right moment. <laughs> okay, that works. <laughs> it's a natural life cycle. You, you heal it, um, I did. It no, was, it was at four. Mine, four. You healed it with four hit points. Okay. I think it went up to four after I healed it. Positive four. Right, it's dead. No, did, it, yeah, went, it could only have been at three or four. Yeah, because it was at negative one. But it so it was low. at three. It's dead. Yeah. Now <laughs> <laughs> your choker pal is dead. Uh, right. The Ankh uh, uh, bites it, and you see sizzling coming out of its mouth as it bites it. Just takes a hunk out of the sizzling. Yeah, and now it's going to do this. Uh, now the one about other you. one attacks It's going me. to attempt to attack Liliana. Might be some passive damage there. Um, eighteen. That'll hit. Three more. Seven, eight, plus three acid, and. Oh my gosh. Natural 20, it grabs you. Uh, yeah, and it grabs my limp body because I'm unconscious. Oh no. Wow. And this is larva? Do not want to meet the parents. Let's hope the parents aren't around. And death is when you reach your constitution modifier of negatives or your constitution no, score. Okay, so I'm... <laughs> That's a huge difference. I am now at negative six. That one would have killed me from full health. Yeah, that that was brutal. Rolling fours. What does that a mean? Four, a three and a three. That means my unconscious body is in its jaws. How big? How big is this thing? It's small, so it's about like a like a puppy. Two to three. Oh, um, when I when I hear small, I think like a cat, <laughs> not like me. <laughs> a, a child. <laughs> Will we have two of these to take care of. Well, I think I should try to do something about the one that has Nimbliana in its mouth. <laughs> my, how far from it am I? Uh, you're about 30 feet, so you can move. Do one move action. Or you can uh, you can fire your bow with no, without having to move. Okay, I think I'll fire my bow. Right. It? Yeah, it's not technically in combat. It's just got me in its jaws. But I don't want it to have you in its jaws. Twelve. It sails by it. Shoot. Um, and now broccoli has is about the same distance from it. Yes. Can broccoli run up to it and smash it? Yes. Fifteen. That hits. Seven. Does it still have nimbly in his in his mouth? Yes. It can't technically let oh. it its turn. So that's a five. It misses. So one slam smacks it, and the other goes wide. Epirus. Um, I am going to run up and attempt to slash at it with my greatsword. Okay. 
The same one that Barack. Yeah. The one that has Nimbliana. Okay, um, that is a 15. That hits. Let's hope for a big one here. Save my life, please. Nice. <laughs> All right. Max. That's a 16. <laughs> Jeez, it's good to have a great sword. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, it's good that, to have that, that, that does it. Yeah. I almost did the power attack. <laughs> so, a little bit overkill. That one, sir, that drops down. Actually, you kind of like cut half of its body. Like, Can we make sure it goes horizontal cut so we don't just cut Nibliana in half? <laughs> yeah, you shear six of its legs off because it, uh, it's... You, you miss it completely. Okay, that's so. Cool. It, and it's gushing out nasty-looking goo, and it does let go of Nibliana because it's well dead or dying. It's dying. Interesting. Uh, Zornia. I think Zornia will move up to the other one that attacked the Choker. Mm-hmm. Dropping her quarterstaff on the in the process, and we'll punch at it uh, with a sixteen. That hits three. Okay. Well, I am okay. still unconscious. Look what up. Um, I'd like to try and. Uh, Isn't he supposed to? Can I? Oh, uh, yeah. Roll <coughs> a home to try uh, fortitude. fortitude. So I roll a fortitude save to. It, is that to stabilize myself, or is that to just stay alive? It, it's to stabilize. This is the most times I've ever died in combat in my history of playing Pathfinder. So I am not used to the rules. <laughs> okay. Constitution check. Can you take a penalty to your roll equal to... What your current HP is. So penalty of the roll equal to my current HP and it's fortitude save. Uh, it's it a is constitution. constitution check. So it's just you add your constitution modifier. I get a total of zero. You lose one more. Alright. Still dying. Mm-hmm. Well quick. <clears throat> now it's officially um, would it be best to stabilize him at this point, or like cure, would cure light wounds cure light do wounds. anything? Cure light, light wounds could will automatically stabilize him. Okay. As well as I'm at negative seven, so you could potentially bring me back to Zero. consciousness with a really good roll. Okay. With which one? Either. Yeah, she could bring me to plus one. With either of those, stabilize or um, cure uh, light wounds. Cure light wounds. You cure light wounds. Back. Okay. Good. So at, at best, you could bring me back, but you'll at least stabilize me a bit. Could I give him my healing potion? That's Would essentially that just a cast of cure life. And, and I'd have to roll on that as well? Or right, you roll on, okay. on the. Yeah, you okay, roll for so I'll try to energy. cure light wounds then, just to know the difference between those. Uh, I think yeah, you just roll touch a, attack, you just roll yeah. the. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You just walk up to him, roll the d8, and add plus one. Eight. Eight. Nice. I am conscious again. <sighs> well done. <laughs> this is number two. You don't like gardens. Oh, do can Broccoli do anything everyone. else like that besides smashing? Can he like not like, much? Like touch you nicely well, on your forehead and me. and soothe him? Although like. it might be a slam like <laughs> No, I don't think so. I don't think he has any feats uh, or yep, anything. Nothing. <laughs> okay, I just I just didn't know where his boundaries were. He can climb. But I don't know what he'd climb other than the plum tree. 
I just, I just <laughs> wanted to know if he could comfort you. That's all well, I wanted to know. I don't speak plants, so. Does he want to try to go after that other one? It might be good. The to other support. one is still around, right? Yeah. Okay. How far away from his from he is? Within from a move it's, action. Okay. Um. He so he up, can. He was within a move action. So he can run up to it and try to smash it. Same deal. Yes. Okay. Run. He's gonna run up to the other guy. Other. What's it called again? On keg. On keg and try to smash it with a fifteen. That works. Four. Yeah. And then he gets a follow up slam. Follow up slam. Yeah, Baroncoli turned out to be a sixteen. Really good game. <laughs> um, with three damage. Still standing, looking rather battered. Everest. All right, I'm gonna go again with my great sword. Okay. Um, attacking the other one, yes. the one that's standing. <laughs> just to confirm, I'm not just attacking a dead body. Sushi. Oh, this is a plant. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, that is a, a 19. And it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that'd have to be a pretty weak great <laughs> sense, Uh, 10. Kind of cut off his rear end. If there's yeah. larva around, it's probably <sighs> assumed that there's some adult Hopefully ones not. around, too, yeah. right? Considering those ones did a lot of damage, I don't want to How do larva get around, get, become a thing without okay. someone so, laying them? Good yeah. question. Are actually all alive right now. <laughs> and uh, oh, poor nimbly. Oh, and have cleared that one out, or, or or that, or at least uh, what you can see. Can we do can a garden? perception check Make on sure. the garden? See if there's anything. Yeah. Sure, there's nothing else. Yeah. Would this? Could I also oh, do a survival <laughs> instead? Yeah. If I have higher. Well, let's do perception. Uh, I'm going to hang back and not search the gardens, given how injured I am, and I'm by <laughs> the plum tree good. still. Okay. Um, I got a 20. Unnatural. I, I aided. Big. <laughs> <laughs> um, Will Acquire got a 25. Very perceptive. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, so searching the garden, it is a bit overgrown. It's not as overgrown because of all of the uh, tunnels that the Ankeg Mimps had uh, had dug, but you don't see anything else. Nothing else is jumping out at you. It looks like this one, at least for now, is cleared out. I'm gonna <laughs> use one of my uh, level one spells today and, and cast a cure light wounds on myself okay. from under the plum tree for seven. Okay, just so that I'm not near death. That's now, okay. after all of this, it start it's starting to look kind of like it's getting dark. Uh, it's dusk. Do you guys want to continue searching? Do you want to perhaps find some place to... Before dark, we should find a place to hole up for the evening, given the number <clears throat> of slimy creatures we've had to fight. So we should maybe spend some time fortifying one of the intact structures in the in the town. Now, you have definitely gone through a number of these. There's right by where you're at. You did search that house, and you found that it was cleared out. There's the Levin house up at the top, which you now know is cleared out, and there's beer. Um, but no door. There, yes. And a gluey window. <laughs> there's stuff. the Arkley house, which uh, it was rather intact. Uh, and then the house, Libby's house, or what you would assume would be Libby's house, uh, which is a mess, but you've gone through that one as well. And we've got that smithy. Why don't we, why don't we search the smithy there on the edge of town? 
see if there's anything we could use to fortify a structure, and then maybe try and fortify Arkley's house so we have a place to sleep for the night that's not just camping out. Sounds good. It's a good idea. Sounds like a solid plan. Did anyone want to um, try and get, like, go fish or anything in the meantime so we have food? It seems like the gardens have a lot to scavenge, at least for one night, and I've got enough rations for one night for a group of people this size, so I think best to stay away from bodies of water, given the number of tentacled creatures. Epperus is going to grab like a piece of one of the creatures we just killed and say, and we got this. I believe they may be acidic. <laughs> she drops it. <laughs> Judging by the large acid-scarring wound on my torso... And the uh, the burnt marks on that dead choker. <laughs> <laughs> and the steam that rose out of ah, the choker served us teeth. well. You guys observed a lot more than what I saw. <laughs> Can I do a quick, like, heel check on one of the keg corpses to see, like, it was like a poison sack or just some part of their saliva that caused the acidity? Sure. That would be heel, right? Or would the... Yeah, sure, why not? Let's do that. Six. <laughs> you die. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really figure out where that is coming from. Do, just because I'm not sure, Um, with, like, ranger gear, do I have any, like, bottles or I have things? some empty flasks now because I... The glue technically has two okay. flasks that you mix the contents of to make the right. glue. So I have two empty flasks. Would I have any, though, anyway? Like, just for future reference? Only if you're... I don't know if the kit says you have it. I don't think so. Okay. Um, but you, can you're we, welcome to an empty flask if you want. Would it be possible to extract poison? With a craft alchemy check. Um, I think we may only have an herbalist on our team. I'm not trained in any craft. So unless someone's got a... Herbalism doesn't really quite seem right for a little bug creature. And there's none of the... um, Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to ask if a poison check would be... I mean, uh, yeah, is that what it is? Detect poison? Would that be helpful? Mm -hmm. anything else? No? Okay. All the detects... uh, What all of the spells that say detect do is basically... Identify. Highlight something... Of that, so detect good would show you if some if something you're looking at is good. Detect magic would show you if something is magical. Detect poison would with detect would show you if something contains poison. Not necessarily where fi- uh, be yeah. able to make a vial of the poison. Yeah. Okay, right, um, that makes sense. What about that creature that like spit out the pollen? Is there any of that remaining, or anything that we can extract from right. that? Is that collectible? Yeah. You could drain the blood that's in it if you really want to. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be harmful for someone? No. Okay. I won't. Yes, we, we better make the time and, uh, and not bother with these poor, dilapidated creatures' corpses. <laughs> Alright, so are you making your way to the smoothie? Yeah, yes. hopefully as a group here. Yep, yep. <laughs> Given how dangerous this little town is, good lord, who decided to settle here? Maybe these are our friends. (laughs) Are are you the colonists? Did they send you? (laughs) We've been killing our own kind. All these monsters may have moved in because the other colonists 
are not here for some reason. They just left behind tasty gardens for little bug monsters and plant monsters to live in. Seems like it might make sense. How kind of them. And there's alcohol. <laughs> oh, drat, the cask of beer is still in that far house. We'll leave it for now. We'll leave I, it for now. I believe I have a gallon of Dorban ale. I have a gallon of Dwarven stout. We'll be fine. As we approach the smithy, I'm going to have my sword drawn and very much ready to attack anything that might pop out. I will not be caught off guard. Uh, Door to the smithy locked or anything? Is there even a door? Oh yeah, I don't remember if we even saw a door on the smithy. Uh, This L-shaped building is constructed of mud bricks on a wooden frame. The western portion is of the... of the structure is enclosed by four walls. This section has a single open window on the south side with a canvas curtain hung across the opening. The single entrance is a wooden door standing slightly ajar on the southern end of the eastern face of the building. A 10-foot extension connects to the building on the east side. This extension has only a northern wall and is otherwise just a roof sheltering the space below, which is open to the outside. Underneath this cover is a forge with an exhaust flue directly above it, a work table covered in metal scraps, a small tub of dirty black water, and a partially sheltered angle. Alright, so nothing particularly useful in clear sight, unless anybody really has a need of metal scraps. Uh, Does anybody feel like being the brave one to step inside and check this place out? Epperus is going to walk in. Sabrina's going to plunge her hand into the murky black water. <laughs> okay, did you not watch Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah. Have did you, you not, not see Dumbledore's dance? Have you going on for the rest of Are our time? Are you doing anything in particular? Just getting it wet and murky. <laughs> Feeling around to see if there's anything in it. Why didn't he just no. dump it out? Well, just that look. would make a real there's mess. A little bit of, there's a little That's bit Courtney, because that person probably bottom, isn't smart enough. But. Um, from quenched items. Uh, nothing useful. It's very small. Alright. So, you walk in? Yeah, sword definitely drawn. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm kind of like, I'm doing like a, kind of like a stomp on the floorboards as I walk in. Like, this is super obvious, but in case there's anything on Check the floor, I'm stomping. <laughs> We're going big here. <laughs> Stealth was not really our game. No, I kind of did it once and gave up. <laughs> it didn't work out. So you walk in, mm. and you instantly get a smell of pungent animal smell like something's been living here. Uh, you look around and you see a pile of blankets on wooden cots and the blankets are soiled. You also see three nasty looking goblins for features. One of them looks asleep and the other two are staring at you. Go ahead and roll for an issue. It's a good thing we sent Epperus first. Twenty-three. I got an eight. I got an eight also. She got an eight. Yeah, you have a higher bonus. Okay, so... <coughs> so your initiative is four. Bonus minus three. So you're going to go before me. Does it matter between a 14 or a 16 in regards to the enemies? Are yours always two away? Um, today, apparently. Okay, because it seems like a pattern. Yes. So I would go with the uh, 16. I'll go to 16. It's good to have divine knowledge. Does it matter, Mr. Disembodied Voice, how fast <laughs> I am? 
Yes, in this case it does. <laughs> then I'll be faster. I, the way I <laughs> and we all stare at you. She's the crazy. way I picture it, it's it's almost like deja vu, but I, it's a super brief glimpse into the future, and it allows me to make a judgment. No, to judge, make a judgment call to go here or here. Wasn't there a Nick Cage movie about that? Maybe Probably. you surprise the darn things. Awesome. So you do get. A free attack against. Nice. Oh, they're in trouble. Now, okay, we're just going to. The space is divided between personal living quarters and an indoor tool storage and work area. These guys are in the the main area. It's about I would say about twenty five by twenty feet, and they're in the corner. Uh, one of them is sleeping in the corner, not for long, I'm sure, and the other two are standing right nearby. Wait, you said one of them's in the corner sleeping and the other two are standing nearby? Yeah. I'm assuming I can't do, like, a Zelda spin tag and get all three. Uh, no, that's a beat. <laughs> Darn. Okay. Um, I'm to going go to... awesome. She would pretty much just kill all of them one turn. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attack the sleeping one. <laughs> okay. Do I just do damage? Yes, you do. Nice! Is this, like, a coup de grace? No. It's helpless. Well, that works too. It's not a coup de grace, but it's helpful. I kind of want to do a power attack, but I won't. But I kind of want it. Ah! Okay, I but don't I think it's going to be necessary. <laughs> so you're going to have to roll low for it to matter. Alright, that is a 15. Just that one <laughs> so much <laughs> sleepy it, it briefly wakes up. Oh my god, I feel so bad now. just staring at you. Classic goblin. Nimbliana, it is your turn. You are outside of the building. Uh, I will get just close enough to the entryway to throw a net on one of the awake goblins. Okay, so you're going to walk in and step to the side. Uh, you're well out of... Yeah, I can only throw a net like 10 feet on its increment, or 15 feet on its increment, so it's not a very long throw I can make. So i got to get, you know, not melee okay. range. So and it, it can only can... cover one? Yeah, can it net can only cover one oh, thing okay. at a time. Go ahead. And that one is nice. actually a 20. That lands on finally it. cover a thing in a what net. What does it do? Uh, they count as entangled, in, and they can break it like they break a grapple. I'll look up our specific rules as quick as I can. Okay, so it's entangled. No movement if bonds are anchored. They're not. Otherwise, move at half speed. Minus two penalty on all attack rolls, and a minus four penalty to decks. Must make concentration checks to cast spells. Um, can it take move action to remove the net? Or? Uh, I think you have to break it like you break a grapple, but I just lost internet, so I can't look it up right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, escape with a DC 20 escape artist check. Escape artist. It's a full round action. Oh, good. It takes them a full round even if they escape. Or they can burst it with a strength check. Right, so it's definitely going to. It's still tangled uh, in it, and uh, that's all it does. Zornia. I will. You're not in the, in the building. Move yet. into the building. Okay. Do I have enough with just one movement to? Yeah, you were all right outside the the, the door. <laughs> she just think... was the only one that went in, so you have enough um, to get up to them. Do you want to go to the entangled one? I'm actually going to drop the quarterstaff outside 
walk inside. While doing so, I will draw a dagger and then move to within 10 feet of the entangled one and throw it at it. A 21 to hit. That is. For two damage. Now it's the other one's turn. And it goes after Everest because it just makes sense. <laughs> one of these dudes. Um, and you see that it's it's not really too keen to get up into your grill. So it goes to throw a knife at you. A dagger. Okay. Copycat. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's a good move. Eleven. <laughs> what would that be on? Just AC? AC. Oh, that does not hit. Can I catch it? <laughs> <laughs> Throw it back. Once again, another feat tags to do Arrow it. Arrow catcher. There's a feat. Yeah. Um, we'll catch it with a knife. Okay, that was uh, after throwing it. It, t- it moves as far away into the other corner from you as it can get. All right. Let's keep its distance. Not for long. Well, go ahead. And broccoli. Um, I think broccoli would like to try and smash it. Can it walk in and try and smash? Sure. Well, luckily, it moved right adjacent to the door. So the door, so you can just yeah. kind of bust unless in and smash go, in one motion. Go for the entangled one. I think I want to go for the unentangled okay. one at this yeah, point. Yeah, tie it up and tie Yeah, let's, let's, let's get, get this one. So, um, Broccoli's going to try and smash the untangled one. Ten. Yep. And second attempt. <laughs> Nine. Unfortunate. Usually, rocks quite on the ball. Ephorus. All right, I'm going to uh, follow the one that left. Right, you're going to go after it. Yeah. The one that, uh, that broccoli's that over broccoli's with. Okay. Um, you can't quite flank it, but because it's in a corner, so you have one on each side. You kind of block it in. You can pin it in there. Okay, and I'm going to use my great sword. Okay. And that's a. 23. Yep, there it is. Okay. This one's dead. Hey, you never know. You never know. That's a 10. You do some serious damage to it, but uh, still kicking. Do we want to kill this one? I didn't sound like anybody recognized its screaming language, so I don't Mm. suppose we have any need to keep these fellas around. No, no more flesh eating. No, no, I don't think so. We don't foresee any more flesh-eating plants that we can feed. Well, I guess they don't have to be alive to feed them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> True. Does anyone that want, was to, a want to attempt to learn anything about them? Okay. I was going to wait for my local. turn. Yeah. Oh, really? I can wait until after the battle to follow this. Fourteen. Okay, that does it. Um, it's it's a monkey goblin. Monkey goblin. Okay. I have not heard of those. And... Um, <laughs> It does have a prehensile tail, making it slightly different than a normal dog. But since we're indoors, it's not going to get much use out of that. Guys, this thing's like a goblin, but it has a monkey tail. Should we chop it off? (laughs) Use it as a whip? I don't think they're long enough. I've got plenty of whips if you need one. Don't you worry about that. More like one of those little grabbers. (laughs) Nimbly Anna, it's all you. Selfie stick. Um, (laughs) Well, since the one's already penned into a corner, I'm going to go and strike uh, the one under the net with my longsword. Okay. 
And that's 16 that to is. hit him. Uh, that's 10 for damage. Okay. It's not looking too healthy, but it's still standing. Um, so, it has no choice but to try to break out again. No, that's not going to do it. And does an escape artist check provoke an attack of opportunity? I, I don't know on that one either. I've never landed with the net before. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't actually have to move from its position to do that, but it's a full round action, and a lot of full round actions provoke. Yeah. I would say it probably does. I mean, because in order to get that net off, it's sitting there thrashing around, leaving itself vulnerable. Let's say that it does. All right. It makes sense that it would. It kind of does to me because it's got the same characteristics, but I only roll a 10, so. Or I guess that's an 11 because I got a plus one sword. Um, uh, Zornia will move up to the entangled one and punch at it with her cestus, cestus. I still don't know how to say it. They're punchy gloves. Punchy gloves. Yeah, yeah. Spike you, gloves. you would be Spiky able to blanket gloves. if you wanted to. Spongy. Yeah, I'll do that. Spongy. 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 Nope. It's going to be at least a miss. Possible crit fail. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you punch yourself. All the ones today. 12. Uh, Bumble. Bumble. That means it has at least a 13 AC. It has a 13 AC. <laughs> <laughs> That's even its flat-footed AC? Oh, yeah, it is not. entangled in the net. It doesn't make it flat Oh, it doesn't. It's a minus four penalty to death. Oh, wow. So, still, so not still not enough. I, wow, I mean, I knew it would have a lot of decks, but... When you are winded... Wow. What does that one do? You are exhausted, but roll fortitude save. Jeez. To negate. 21. That negates it. You, you take a... You swing a bit too much with your cestus, catch your breath, <laughs> but you're good. So, on to one in the corner. It's going to swing at this tree. Uh, it, just, it doesn't trust the tree. <laughs> uh, but it takes, instead of moving, it grabs its uh, short spear and thrusts it at Barakari. A ten. I believe Barakari has... Uh, one natural armor, so actually has 11 AC. Yep, so Baracoli is good. It goes right between his trunk and one of his branches. So. There's a lot of space in between. <laughs> With a fight. Okay. So this this uh, goblin's still cornered? Yes. Okay. Um, Willacoy has a dagger. She's gonna walk over and is there room in between Epirus and Baracoli for her? Corner, to... Yeah, I think no? it's already okay. sided in. Okay, so then you should be able, if you wanted to, you can get up to the one with the net. No problem. Okay, Will Coyle will get up to that, the one um, under the net, and stab it with a dagger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is not used to that. She's not very good at that sort of thing. <laughs> so that's um, it. Kind of gets just three. It's just well. three. Okay, so three, and um, Broccoli is going to yeah, try and smash the one that tried to. Lunge at it. Payback time. And I got a four. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really shaking um, up. So second off, second try. And it's wow. a seven. Wow. It does not like being cornered. Wow. Broccoli does not do well in the corner. 
Um, no broccoli. <laughs> yes, exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> All right, we're going to attempt to cut this guy down again. Yeah, let's seal the deal here. All right, that is a 25. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but first she What's rolls her eyes, down, probably. Yeah. Oh, and that's a crit. Possible <laughs> crit. So roll again. Hmm. Do I add to that my bonus? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Then a 13. No. Just an ordinary hit. <sighs> okay. Because <laughs> we really wanted and to explode goblin viscera all over the room. 11. That thing is monkey food. You probably roll your eyes at broccoli. <laughs> 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 Heavily sigh okay. at it. So, Ningliana. Uh, yep, I'm just gonna swipe at the long sword again, just try and close this deal, and I get 19. That hits. You kill it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure. What did you get? Uh, that would have been a uh, 9 for damage. Wow, they both had negative 8. <laughs> wow. Cut those fellas Toast. down. <clears throat> so they're dead, dead? Well, they're dying. Oh, okay. I mean, they're not gonna get back up. Yeah. I mean, they could roll. Constitution checks, but and this place is already one mess. So, what's yeah. a few more dying goblins? Um, I could have grabbed the one that's entangled. <laughs> I'm angry that I missed it. <laughs> That'll show him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's that negative four. Three messy goblins <laughs> hanging about. Um, Had these guys managed to scrounge up any coins or valuable stuff? I mean, I don't want spears or anything, but uh, I figure a monkey goblin might have stolen something that we couldn't have found around town. Well, they've been using this smithy. They haven't just been living Really? So, what have they been um, making? They do have a number of daggers, obviously. You saw one. Yeah, they got throwing daggers. And I retrieved my own dagger. Okay. Yeah, searching them, you find each one of them has a buckler. What's a buckler? It's uh, a, small shield. a shield that goes on your arm. Uh, each one yeah. of them has a clutch of of daggers. Um, one of them, obviously, you threw one of them, so it's across the, the room, but retrievable. And then the short spears for mm. each of them. Any of you want any of those things? I wouldn't mind rounding up uh, a half a dozen throwing daggers or so, <clears throat> however many they got. You know, so a total I'd, of nine. Yeah, so I'll hold on to five throwing daggers. Maybe is there any other weaponry? There's another great within this oh, dagger. Okay. She um, has one. <laughs> yeah, looking around, you find two masterwork machetes. That wouldn't be bad since we got to traverse a forested In island a later. Masterwork chain shirt. Oh, I which want reduces that your armor penalty to zero by one. By one. Okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> any. Reduction. Yeah, because we were running into trouble with that earlier. And a um, a buckler that seems to be made out of a different wood. Different wood? Ooh. It seems to have recently had a new strap affixed to it. Um, can I figure out what kind of wood it's made of? Because that would be the only way you can use a buckler is if it's wooden. Oh yeah, that'd be good for a druid if it was like one of those iron bark or other particularly mm. good woods. It's dark wood. Ooh. Dark wood. I think it's just more valuable, yeah. Yeah. This it's 
rare magic wood that is as hard as normal wood, but very light. It's like a steel buckler, but wood. with wood so stats. You can use it. So can I? I can grab that. Yeah, you could yep. switch your buckler out for that one. Mm-hmm. I think buckler yeah. already has zero armor check penalty. It's a yeah. minus one, actually. Is, oh, it? is it? Oh, so then that's great because it the darkwood buckler will have a zero armor check penalty. Anything made from dark wood is considered a masterwork item and weighs half as much as a normal wooden item of that type. And the armor check penalty of a dark wood shield is less than by two compared to an ordinary shield. So so that's definitely okay. good for you. And since you can't have a positive, it would just bring it down to zero. Okay. That'd be great. A shield that makes you better at things you do. So who wanted to take the machetes? Um, also, you find 40... Um, Metal arrowheads in the debris. Mm, so, Can't really use them the way yeah. they are. But there's but bound to be some fletching equipment somewhere in this colony. So yeah, we should, we might even have a fletcher come, coming on the next or yeah, on coming board. So, so, so we'll grab. You got more than enough strength to carry a bucket load of arrowheads. So. Mm. You said there's forty. Yes. I don't think you have to really carry those. Oh, do they have? Much. Yeah. Okay. Okay, they're in the smithy. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. Although, oh, like leave them, them there, then. So leave them here. Well, I'm just saying you probably don't have to wait. Wait on those. Well, first of all, people weigh anything. Yeah, they might be one of those things that's considered volumeless because they're yeah. so trivial. So um, should I grab them? Yeah, I might as well grab that bag. So forty arrowheads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now machetes are. Machetes like a type of short sword, essentially. They... I feel like it's its own weapon. Yeah. Oh, that'd make it an exotic or something, possibly. Well, let's see. Uh, machete is a light martial weapon that deals one d six points of slashing damage for a medium creature. It's a wide, single edged blade, two feet in length and weighing two pounds. A character proficient with machete gains a plus one circumstance bonus on survival checks to get along in the wild. Oh. And so proficiency with martial weapons is all you would need to get that bonus? Right. Oh. The bards don't have that. No, but I think... Um, rangers have Rangers it. are proficient. You do not have it. Are, are <laughs> druids martial simple. proficient? I can't remember. I don't think so. Maybe not. I think they're simple only. Okay, yeah, that would make sense for a full caster. Um, but that does... The survival bonus will be great for our yeah. ranger. Alright, so with that... And you said that's 1d8? Yes. And some and masterwork machete. Yep. Um, Should I take them? Uh, masterwork weapons. Plus one to attack rolls. Okay. But not damage. Not to its Correct. damage dice. So it's still a 1d6. Yeah. So attack rolls is 1d6. And then 1d... What? 1d6 attack oh, okay. rolls. Plus, plus one to hit. Seven. Plus one to hit, so I'll have a plus. And what's the critical... It's just 20. Okay. And... and yeah, not really something you'll use in combat as much as something you'll use for the survival bonus for trails. Mm-hmm. Um, with bows, is the critical 20 also? It's only 20. Really? That composite <laughs> longbow's not a 19 to 20? I don't believe so. Oh. It has all I know the, my great sword is of a regular longbow. It just adds... Yeah, the strength, strength to damage. Oh. And so the range on that you said was 2 feet. The like length or on oh, the it's two feet, yeah. Two feet. But I mean, that's just range, just melee range. Yeah, it's just, it's not a reach weapon. Yeah, it's two pounds. Yep. 
things are winding down for the day. It's starting to get dark outside. Um, Epirus wanted to go back underneath that cover. And um, you said there was a jar with the black water uh, stuff, the murky. Yeah, I'm going to dump that out and grab the bucket. How big is this bucket? Uh, it's, you know, about probably about 12 inches across. And it's kind of, I mean, it's probably a little bit deep. I mean, it has to just replenish the iron. So similar to what you'd put in like a well to get water? Bigger. Bigger. Like a half oh, okay. okay. Um, I'm going to grab that. And what else was around there? The forge? An anvil. <laughs> anvil. <laughs> Which you could just easily <laughs> carry with you wherever so you wanted. So in the forge, was there anything? Nothing. Ash. Metal scraps. Well, you could go ahead and roll a perception check. But all Are you just gonna really going to tell me nothing? All, all that's really <laughs> going to tell forge. you is, is how long ago it was used. But the goblins used it. Yep. So... I don't really care. Yeah, really recently <laughs> for mundane yeah. goblins. Yeah. Uh, hammer and nails in the forge, or in the smithy, anything like that? Uh, you, not really, but you no. did see that stuff in the tool shed. All right. Um, so I think we ought to, I'll, I'll go grab a hammer and nails from the tool shed. We ought to grab up some splintered pieces of wood where we can and, and get into a house and, and barricade windows. And when we went to the tool shed, did we ever really examine what was in there? I know we looked specifically for shovels. Yes. But I, we I think we got a list of tools that were in okay. there, but there was nothing at the time that stood out. No, I don't other, other than the for emergency, it's just basic oh, okay. stuff. Basic uh, you know that the colonists would not be able to start a new place without oh, that stuff. That okay. Um Hammer nails, rakes, yeah. Shovels. How many goblins could I carry? <laughs> a lot. Okay. Then I'm gonna carry three goblins um back to Arkley's house. You're gonna Carry the dead goblins to the place we want to stay the night? Mm-hmm. Maybe you should leave them in the center of town so they don't maybe attract some goblin-eating monster to us in the middle of the night? Okay, that seems fair. <laughs> um, all right. So about kind of by where that um, podium type thing was yeah. in the center of town, um, I'm just kind of kind of drape them on that. Oh, kind of like a warning. What? We are not a goblin-accepting community. <laughs> okay, so you guys then head to Arkley's? Yeah, with hammer and nails, planks, and wood. planks and shards of wood, I can find sufficient to uh, hammer up windows so that we can't get snuck up on by tentacle creatures in the middle of the night. We'll leave us just one entrance to the Arkley house, the front door, unbarricaded, if we've got enough time. But I guess with the four of us, especially with Epirus and my strength, we could do a lot of barricading, I suspect. Well, this is the only place that has shuttered windows, so you won't need to do much to close them up. Great, anyway. so we'll just use what tools we've got to, to like, seal and lock the shutters yeah. and nail them closed. Okay. I don't really care if Arkley minds that we beat up his house a little bit. It looks like he got everything screwed up anyway, so um, fortify the house as much as we can, zombie apocalypse style. So you guys hammer up the, the, the boards on the windows and um, put in a brace on the, the door from the inside so that it can't really be pushed in and uh, you bed down for the night and we will pick it up next week. 